welcome back to the wise man's page the podcast where we read patrick rothfuss's the wise man's fear page by page this is page 837 we teach she said we give names we track the days and tend to the smooth turning of things we plant we make babies she shrugged many things and a man can do those things as well, I said. Penthe chuckled. You have the wrong word, she said, rubbing at my chin. A beard is what a man makes. A baby is something different, and that you have no part of. We don't carry the baby, I said, slightly offended. But still, we play our part in making it. Penthe turned to look at me, smiling as if I had made a joke. Then her smile faded. She propped herself up on her elbow and looked at me for another moment. Are you in serious? Seeing my perplexed expression, her eyes grew wide with amazement, and she sat upright on the bed. It is true, she said. You believe in man-mothers. She giggled, covering the bottom half of her face with both hands. I never believed it was true. She lowered her left hand, revealing an excited grin as she gestured amazed delight. I felt I should be irritated, but I couldn't quite muster the energy. Perhaps some of what she said about men giving away their anger had some truth to it. What is a man-mother? I asked. Are you not making a joke? She asked, one hand still half-covering her smile. Do you truly believe a man puts a baby in a woman? Well, yes, I said a little awkwardly. In a matter of speaking, it takes a man and a woman to make a baby, a mother and a father. You have a word for it, she said, delighted. They told me this, too, with the stories of dirt soup, but I never thought it a real story. I sat up myself at this point, growing concerned. You do know how babies are made, don't you? I asked, gesturing serious earnestness. What we have been doing for most of the day is what makes a baby. She looked at me for a moment in stunned silence, then dissolved helplessly into laughter, trying to speak several times, only to have it overwhelm her again when she looked up at the expression on my face. Penthe put her hands on her belly, prodding it as if puzzled. Where's my baby? She looked down at her flat belly. Perhaps I have been sexing wrong for... Perhaps I have been sexing wrong these years. When she laughed, the muscles across her stomach flickered, making a pattern like a turtle shell. Making a pattern like a turtle shell. I should have a hundred babies, if what you say is true. Five hundred babies! It does not happen every time there is sex, I said. There are only certain times when a woman is ripe for a baby. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Oh, Love boy. to get sex ed <laughs> here on the field. I have said before on this podcast that I think it is possible and interesting if the ADEM are right and they are in fact a different species and they do in fact 
procreate differently. But one thing that I like about this exchange, and we'll go on to read more about it, is that both sets of behaviors are point to the same evidence. Quoth's so-called evidence and also Penthe's so-called evidence, like you can't draw a conclusion. There's even if Quoth is right, the Adam's behavior like doesn't definitively state one way or another that Quoth is right, and vice versa. Which is interesting. Yeah. I'm inclined to think that there would be more like unplanned pregnancies if they followed the same biological rules as humans in the real world. But what do I know? I mean, on the next page, frustratingly, there's a piece of retor- of evidence that I think that that Penthe dismisses without giving it due consideration. But we'll get to that on the next page. Well, I mean, the likelihood is is as as possible as it is not possible i think well no i don't think that's true (laughs) i think that what this is illustrating before we get on to any crackbox see here's the thing if it turns out that the adam are a different species of of sentient life form and they really do reproduce that way i will think that that is stupid what i actually think is happening here is simply that this culture has such a totally different way of seeing and understanding the world and as nick pointed out they have an internally consistent worldview that explains the phenomenon of pregnancy and childbirth without connecting it to sex Uh, this is perhaps the least credible thing about the adam culture but given that everything else about their culture is so credible i'm inclined to like buy it but i think the idea is we're supposed to understand that their way of thinking about the world is so different from ours that this is a conception about the world they can have. A conception, eh? Sorry, sorry, choice of words. <laughs> Get out of here. And much in the same way that if you are an atheist and you ever tried to convince a, a convicted, <laughs> like a, a religious person that God isn't real, someone of religious conviction, shall we say, it's impossible. <laughs> convicted religious. It, even though it seems so <laughs> obvious to me as an atheist that there's no way you can prove that God exists, so he probably doesn't. Like, a, you know, a person who believes in God will simply say, nah, and there's nothing you can do to change their mind. And that's, that's the maddening thing that Quoth is encountering. Yeah, that that's a feature, not a bug. And the same as Penthe, right? Penthe, like this is a an unexpected cultural divide for both of them. I think they were both of them having the experience of like, oh yeah, we're not so different. Oh, we both heard tall tales about the other culture, but you know, it wasn't such a big deal. And then all of a sudden it turns out and both of them are baffled and like confused and angered by this discovery, I think. I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know there's everyone wants to respond, but I, I, I just, before we get too far away, Jeremy, your argument is, is cogent and well-reasoned, but I say to you, this is a fantasy book. Uh, anything is possible. It's no weirder than Quoth coming from a made-up culture of troopers called Endeavora, or that there are little knife-bladed spider creatures that run around at night and cut people up and are afraid of fire. The idea that there is a another genus that look like humans that behave a little bit differently is no more silly than anything else that comes out of a fantasy book. I, I mean, in concept, of course not. But in the world that this book is presenting to us, yes, it is stupid. Like if if a if a dwarf, if a like Tolkien dwarf straight out of like Moria Central Casting turned up in this book, I would also say that's fucking stupid. There's Fae. Why wouldn't there be dwarves? 
Yeah, and no one believes that they exist and they're in, like they're magical and weird. Like the book does a really good job of setting up like this is an app this is an aberrant phenomenon that Quoth doesn't believe in, right? And everyone thought that the Aiden were weird, were like unknowable and weird until we met them. Who's to say that they aren't actually so different? But everyone knows that they're people. They're not fae. They're explicitly not supernatural in that way. They're just people who are weird. <laughs> So if they are, if they suddenly become supernatural, that will be stupid. I wouldn't be bothered by it. I mean, it's, it's, it, I agree that it's a little off and it doesn't really feel like it would flow if that was indeed the case. But, you know, I'm willing to accept whatever. Now, like, that's the thing. That, if it was revealed that the Adem were actually like Homo sapiens Ademus, that would break my suspension of disbelief. Which is like the one thing you don't want to do in a fantasy novel. And good world building allows a reader to sustain their suspension of disbelief. All right, Jeremy, fair enough. Jordana, you had something you wanted to say before I started this tack. Oh, it's, it's gone now. It disappeared into the ether of my brain. A vast and empty hole. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vortex of nothing. <laughs> the other frustrating thing, I think, is that Quoth doesn't make his argument very convincingly. Doesn't really, like get into the meat of the evidence. And I get that's because turning this book into like a how is Babby formed debate for like 20 pages would be dull because we all know how babies are made, I hope. But it does weaken argument, certainly. But I think it's kind of funny to have him so uh, backfooted and have this like writing exercise of having to take a fundamental fact about science and biology and have to try to defend it to somebody who does not believe it and like being unable to conjure the concepts uh, and the language to get them on board with it. I think it's a really like fascinating exercise. I pulled my thought out of the void. Penthe like laughs pretty hard. And like uncontrollably so at Quoth's uh, like idea, like, like the man mother thing. But like, I feel like that's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. Like Quoth doesn't laugh at her, but she laughs at him. So I feel like that's kind of like, that's a dick move. <laughs> well, yeah, but she does think that she's better than him. He might if she was in his culture and it like, came up, right? Like she's she's in a place of comfort and like power. And, here. like, she's not, like, trying to be insulting. She just can't believe that anyone would think something so ridiculous, right? Yeah, but... It's like if I told you that that I poop chocolate and I was, like, completely earnestly mm -hmm. believing it, your reaction would be... I mean, I uh, think my reaction would be concern yeah. before... Well, I mean, I know you love chocolate, be, so you might... Before it would be laughter. <laughs> Wouldn't it be curiosity, though? I mean, you love chocolate. What you if it's true? You can't discount that possibility, Jordana. No, it would be concern. It would definitely be concern. <laughs> There are plenty of other places to get chocolate. Can you imagine having an endless source of chocolate, Jordana? You just have to believe. I I mean, of course I can imagine that. I've been I've been imagining that since I was a small child. It's just it didn't come no, out of my butt. No, but if it comes out of Nick's, Nick's butt, what's the harm? There's just too many unknowns about that situation to for it to be, you know, a good one. Uh, before we move on, I'd like to call to mind the mental image of uh, the, the cone. Uh, you know, how it deposits sort of like a swirl mm -hmm. of ice cream. Yeah, but like I've never actually seen a That's human yeah, bird come out in the perfect little ice poop emoji swirl. I know. I feel like if it does, there's something wrong with you. You don't usually see people poop on the street, though. Like I feel like the bowl, the toilet bowl that we usually watch our poops fall into, uh, is you know shaped in a certain way, and the water affects its 
uh, its viscosity. So I wonder if we were pooping on solid ground more often, if we'd see the the pleasant swirl that we see in cartoons a little more often. You wouldn't. It'd look like dog poop. I'm not. No, I'm sorry to say you can tell when you're looking at human poop on the ground and it looks like a like a standard toilet bowl turd. It's true, Jordana. There's a distinct difference between human poo and dog poo. <laughs> weird conversation you're the one who was it you know who was brought it up this is no i'm not <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was you. i am most certainly not <laughs> this was not my conversation jordana you see how angry and confused you are right now that's how quoth feels boom saved it <laughs> we're back on track oh boy Penthe's like man if i had a baby every time i had sex i'd have like 500 babies which is loki telling us that you know Penthe is a Healthy young woman with a healthy sex life. Yeah. And is not, I think, an outlier in Adam culture. No, exactly. She's not like the, the Adam town bicycle. She's like a, you know, typical of the Adam. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being the town bicycle, if that's what you want to be. Yeah. It is a weird way to put it, though. <laughs> Reliable. Mm-hmm. Dependable. Gets you where you want to go. Yeah. Comfortable, presumably. And it's a community service. So I was going to read a letter, but I feel like no listener would want their letter associated with the subject that we talked about on today's podcast. So maybe we should call it there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Listeners, don't worry. We'll discuss uh, this, the shapes of turds on tomorrow's page. That's Guillermo <laughs> del Toro's next picture. The wind. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs>